Ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes, listen up, because who knows, maybe you will learn much today from our episode entitled, Our Friend CO2, Part 2. Hello and welcome. My name is Bill Jones, and I am the cartoonist at Toonsburg, your home for laughter, the sponsor of today's episode. In our last episode, CO2, Part 1, we learned that CO2 is only a very small part of the Earth's atmospheric gases. For example, if $100 represented the total atmospheric gases, CO2 would be less than four pennies out of that $100. We also learned that CO2 is never a pollutant, but in fact, a life-sustaining part of the Earth, without which all life would cease to exist. So the next time you or your pet dog, cat, or rabbit exhale, remember, you and they are not polluting the earth, but rather helping the earth to sustain life. Today we'll think more deeply about our friend CO2. Question number one. Which of the following has the least impact on earth's climate change? A. The sun. B. The moon. C. CO2 D. The oceans E. Volcanoes, both terrestrial and undersea If you answered C, CO2, congratulations! You realize that the sun, the moon, the oceans, and volcanoes, all uncontrollable, affect climate change significantly more than CO2. The next question will be open-ended. That is, you won't select from several choices, but answer in your own words. Question number two. The United Nations changed the terms global warming and global cooling to climate change. Why? The answer because alternating between global warming and global cooling would let the world realize the absurdity of us trying to control the uncontrollable when warming cycles and cooling cycles regularly occur. Question number three. Do you believe that man-made CO2 increases cause global warming? A. Yes, always. B. Yes, sometimes. C. No, never. If you answered A, yes, always, then you must logically agree that it's impossible for the Earth to cool if human-produced CO2 remains at current levels or increases. Do you agree with this logical assessment? Or would you like to try to weasel your way out of this answer and pick another answer? If you stubbornly and narrow-mindedly cling to A, man-made CO2 increases always cause global warming, then how do you explain that between 1910 and 1940, CO2 increased slightly, yet global temperatures rose significantly? If between 1940 and 1975, CO2 increased significantly, yet global temperatures decreased dramatically? If you answered B, yes, sometimes, then what are some other factors that cause the Earth to both warm and cool 
with increased man-made CO2. Hint, could it possibly be due to uncontrollable variables such as the moon, the sun, oceans, and volcanoes? If you answered C, no, never, then you are in good company, along with famous worldwide scientists, such as MIT's Dr. Linzen, who has 244 publications, and for 30 years, from 1983 until 2013, was an Alfred P. Sloan Professor of Meteorology at MIT. You are also in excellent company with thousands of respected scientists around the world, who in 2017 published 285 double and triple-blind peer-reviewed scientific papers supporting a skeptical position on climate alarmism. Finally, this episode, along with the previous one, will help you brace for impact. For our next episode, Our Friend, CO2, Part 3, a very short episode with several simple questions that will make scientifically oriented and logical listeners relax and smile, while enraging our emotional and non-critical thinking listeners. This is Bill Jones of Toonsburg saying goodbye until next time to all of our CO2 exhaling listeners, both human and animals.